Mr. Malone, Mr. Haynes, Mr. Foster. Welcome to the Guild's 50th episode. And do keep the sass to a minimum. Oh shit, we're live! We are live! Are you fucking serious? All I right. like that I like that according to Corey's head, we're on episode five and sub. No no, it's episode <laughs> oh, oh yeah. Oh I didn't plan that out too well, did I? <laughs> oh well. You gotta read it out actually. No, I, you just put your head down. That way we could see the sign. Oh good. Because your big fat head's blocking the test. And it ought to improve the aesthetic quality of the podcast considerably. No, it still sucks. <laughs> oh, well that's immensely. A I'm sorry, I tried. I know. This is me trying. Keep trying. I you can't. Okay, well. You know there's a short bus outside for you. <clears throat> I own that bus. I know. God damn it. It's got your name on it. Just quit being a dick. <laughs> Jay! Hi! <laughs> over here. Camera's over here. I gotta remember that. We're live! Who's on first? I, I see don't know. that. Yeah. I see this. So we're broadcasting? <laughs> we are broadcasting. Have we let anybody know, or are we just, like, crossing our fingers, hoping for the best that some dumbass shows up? I have been putting the info out there. Some people said they would join us. Uh, we got a, like one or two watching right now. So. You've been, you were hitting the streets all day today. I was pimping out hard. That's right. That was for your day job. However, I'm pretty sure you let everybody know about our podcast soon afterwards. Yes. And it, yes. as a wise man once said, pimping ain't easy. Because you're a whore. It's accurate. <laughs> we're whores. What? <laughs> yeah. So, so how do we see who's watching? Like, is is that something I cannot see, or uh, I I actually can't see who's watching um, uh, until they. But I do have the chat window set up, so if anybody says something, please say something. <laughs> we can respond. But in the meantime, we'll just treat it like our normal podcast, like we always do. Cool. Badly. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just it's just basically a sewage truck running straight into a ditch. Yeah. What are yeah. you drawing? You've been doodling. I'm for... taking notes. I'm taking notes. You're taking notes. Yeah, All right. Exactly. All right, fair. This All right. what, that's what's happening. Over Jay, how was your Thanksgiving? Uh, it was good, man. It was good. It was nice. Uh, I got to spend it with the family and uh, uh, actually had a weekend off, like a long weekend for the first time in four years. Holy I think. shit! Yeah, that's uh, unusual. Uh, yeah, it, it's really weird. It's Close really weird, <laughs> like actually, like being an employee somewhere and uh-huh. you know, getting paid and valued for your work. Um, it's it's very that different. How novel! <laughs> it's really strange, and uh, it's uh, it's cool. Yeah, no, it's uh, forty hour work weeks are are really awesome. Really, really awesome. <laughs> yeah, and how's the time breathing in all that free time? Um, <sighs> it's been really nice. Like I, I've I've been reading books again. Oh shit! Have, what you reading? Uh, I'm going back through the Hobbit and Lord of the Rings because uh, okay. I haven't read them in a few years, um, and I've had time to actually like play video games for more than like five minutes. Oh lord! Uh, which is great. Um, so I'm I'm getting to to dive into some of the stuff that's been on my backlog for a little while, and yeah, it's, wow. it's been great. time to do shit. That's rare. <laughs> I've gone geocaching for the first time in like three months. Okay, now you awesome. have too much time. <laughs> Too much time on my see, hands. See, I'm going to say I have just enough time because, uh, yeah, no, I've been able to actually do the stuff I want to do, which is which is cool. Well, that's so, that's the healthy thing to do. It is. It is. It's it's very nice. It's a welcome change. The The new gig is awesome, and uh, I, I don't miss the old one in the slightest. <laughs> <laughs> how was, how was uh, Thanksgiving for you guys? It's pretty good. It seemed to go really quick. I had... Uh... Four days off, which, you know, that's also kind of rare for me, unless I schedule days off. Um, 
Mom came over, drove us nuts. <laughs> Kids refused to eat anything, so, you mm-hmm. know, normal. Yeah. Hey, all right, so we're at par so far. Yeah. <laughs> Batting Dude, is that when we did a, a 49.5? It was oh, yeah, it was right before Thanksgiving. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So, I don't know. I didn't do a whole lot. Um, you did a lot of traveling, right? I did a lot of Oh, traveling. no, you worked. You worked. Yeah, I fucking worked through Thanksgiving. Yeah. They, they fed us at work, which was kind of nice, but it made me ill. <laughs> so that was. Uh, what they feed you, Taco Bell? No, no, no. It was, it was, it was, it was a more than serviceable Thanksgiving, provided by I don't know some unnamed caterer. So that could maybe. It wasn't Boston Market. It was not Boston Market. No. Okay. Um, because if it was Boston Market, I'd still be glued to the toilet. Perhaps, <laughs> perhaps. It, hey, you know what? It's the punishment that loves you. Um, but uh, I, pre- I guess because it was as an it was an unnamed caterer, uh, I should have kind of uh, taken safeguards. Ah. Uh, yeah. But I overcame. And later that night, I was visited by the ghost of Large Marge! Ah! <laughs> You're not taking notes, you goddamn liar. Yeah, I was, I was drawn to deceased spirit of a clay-animated trucker lady. Wow. Oh, did you want to see that? That is really good, actually. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> yes, it is. You're your it's worst like, critic. It's like That's Savage good. Steve Holland on acid. <laughs> How is that bad? Uh Oh, point. All right. Well, it was worth taking notes over, I guess. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm not. <laughs> well, it was worth the joke, at least. Um, and I should have busted that out on Halloween. What the fuck? Timing. Whatever. It's always next year. That's okay. Always next it's year. Okay. Yes. <laughs> so what's what's the plan for tonight, lads? Like, what what are we what are we chatting about? We are going to have some fun. This is basically our year end episode, even though we have one more project lined up before the end of the year itself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that one doesn't count. That's special. That is a special thing. It's something we've actually wanted to do like two years in a row, and then Christmas rolls around. It's like, ah, I don't have time. It's, ah, it's, it's, I don't want to. It's logistically challenging. I want to do this. Yeah. I want to do this. Yeah, this yeah, yeah. I, it's going to be fun. Cool. Because it's going to be two different ways I want to do this. Because we're live right now on YouTube, mm-hmm. and we're also going to post this audio on Podbean and the rest of our podcast. Yeah. And we're going to do the same thing for the next project. Only I have a feeling the live product is going to be funnier than the produced product that yeah. I would put out. If, yeah, if, we... it, if it's anything like the uh, <clears throat> the old Phillips File live show that they did around the holidays. Nice callback. Yeah, the live yeah. show is going to be significantly better than just hearing the audio after the fact. Can, so yeah, yeah, you, fuck, yeah. you fuckers are going to want to tune in. Can Especially we, uh... all you Tom and Jerry assholes. <laughs> you sacks of shit. <laughs> Um, it's oh, been six we, months and I'm still mad, you fucking assholes. Is the right show one? Is this? I, I know we've I already. I don't care. I know we've, we've already got like <laughs> we've already got our like board gaming agenda set here. But is this our is this our like year end thing where we talk about like uh, our bests of? Yeah, uh, just kind of rattle shit off while we're doing all this. Yeah, we're we're gonna have some fun. We're gonna play some board games. We're gonna talk about like stuff we went throughout through the year. Our favorites, this and that. All right, because the Tom and Jerry thing reminded me of something that I wanted to bring up at some point before the year, before the end of the year, and that was like the quality of the various memes that started from January on forward. And the only reason that I'm bringing this up is because you know when conversation about memes, especially out here, in, you know. The realsies comes up. People roll their eyes and like, no, you keep that shit on the screen, asshole. That's not how memes work. But I wanted to mention that, like, I am so happy that um, one of the memes that came out of 2018 was like this heartfelt and genuine appreciation 
for classic animated cartoons. Yes. <laughs> that was the coolest fucking thing to happen oh, yeah, this year. Oh, yeah, because especially Looney Tunes more yeah, than anything Looney else. Looney Tunes and Tom and Jerry. That's why That's why I'll give the Tom and Jerry fuckers a slide for that, that bracket. Yes, better tunes could have been given the crown out there. But you know what? I'd rather be having those people watching Tom and Jerry than some other bullshit produced in the last 10 years that we could name off. Not that last, not that recent cartoons have been crap. I mean, between Gravity Falls and Batman the Brave and the Bold and Star and all those other ones we mentioned, it's been, it's been tip-top for the most part. But there are some garbage out there that gets way too much play. Um, but there was, uh, there was the Tom and Jerry people, people making gifts out of uh, TNJ. Uh, there was the one guy watching the classic Tom and Jerry where he, uh, where Tom rolls up with the cigarette. Yeah. <laughs> I know this and one. the guy's losing his mind over the gag sequence. Yeah. And I'm like, this is how I was when I was four. <laughs> and I watched my first Foghorn Leghorn cartoon. Um, and, and making that bridge... Uh, and I'll try not to dominate this conversation because, you know, I've always, I, like, my love for classic animation is pretty tough to, to mute. Uh, but this led to a conversation between me and a coworker um, about, uh, what was it? About uh, cartoon directors. And this was like one of maybe other, no, I think she was the only other person in the building that could name cartoon directors aside from me. And she was talking about like Chuck Jones and Freeze Freeling and those guys. And I was like, yeah, but you know who the best was that doesn't get nearly enough press is Robert McKimson. And she knew immediately who it was. It was the guy that directs the Foghorn Leghorn cartoons and the Tasmanian Devil stuff. She's like, yeah, Foghorn Leghorn is one of those characters that you don't like as a kid or even as an adult. But if you watch the cartoons nowadays, they're the funnier ones. And that's not a fucking lie. Because I I will always lose my shit at a Foghorn Leghorn tune. And you know what? This, it reminds me... uh, I think it was yesterday or today or sometime this week. Mm-hmm. I was just doing a little uh, retrospective on our Instagram, and I was just putting up the results of the past uh, the playoffs we did with the, yeah. the AMA playoffs. And I was it had dawned on me, you know, we, I have a really easy way we can fix this next year, so there's not any outside influence like bots or any like people spamming voting or anything. Yeah, not do one right. <laughs> <laughs> That's that's my vote. Not gonna lie, that's my vote. <laughs> that's that's a fair point. Well, how about I pitch this and then you tell me if you still don't okay. want to do it? Okay. Uh, I'm going to reach out to the people, what the subject should be, and then figure out the seating from there. And the three of us vote since it's our goddamn playoff. <laughs> since there's three a... of us, there could be an uneven vote, even easy, easily. Yeah. So people actually suggest the seeds, or we pick up. We, we figure out what genre it is. I mean, we have three months to figure this out. And then the three of us, we decide, okay, this is better than that. Next. See, that's the tough bit, because I was actually trying to think about this yesterday, and now we're going to be getting into subgenres because we've cleaned up... Uh, well, we've only action, done three. Well, action comedy tunes. Yeah. All right. Um, what's left? We're not going to be doing dramas here. Oh, there's, there's all kinds of stuff we could do. I don't know exactly... What we could do. Um, and I know nobody's going to buy into classic film because that'd mean a lot of our viewers would have to start watching classic film. <laughs> doesn't have to be like film or TV or anything like that. We can, it could be video game. It could be comics. It could be. I'll throw one out here. Yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll, t- I'll toss an idea here because I actually really like that idea, Bob, and I think that could be a lot of fun. 
Mm. Uh, because fuck the voters. You guys are... <laughs> you, you guys you suck. Right after an no, election, it's, too. It's, it's, not just, it's not just you got burned by Tom and Jerry this year, but you got burned to hell by, yeah. what was it, Predator last year? Or yes. the last uh, uh, throwdown? Yeah, it's two years in a row that, that, that the, the voting has just can, can, can suck everything out of my ass. It's terrible. Yeah, yeah. And it's, this year, you're not going to pick up the soap, are you? No. No, no. all right. <laughs> so... Uh, in lieu of in lieu of our our nineteen uh, week marathon road to WrestleMania session of recording that we always do, that ain't happening this year. <laughs> why, why don't we just do a quick uh, field of sixteen or field of thirty two wrestlers and go through that? Ooh, hmm. you know, with WrestleMania being in early April, mm-hmm. we could still start this in March or do it at the end of March and or whatever, and still be like our road to WrestleMania episode. Yeah. Honestly, that's kind of slaughtering two birds with one stone. That's my thought. I think we have something here. We're getting two counts of a pin before kickout. Nice. I'm not quite sure it fits, really, but uh, yeah, sure, go with it. Whatever. Yeah, we'll, we'll have to work out like some uh, nuances, like do they have to be wrestlers of all time? Do they have to be alive? There's, there's a lot of little things we could work out from here to there. Yeah, fuck it. We'll just do wrestlers we like. Who gives a shit if they're alive or dead? I don't give, I don't give a fuck. Like it's like, are we thinking like, are, is this like a popularity or who, like who we would think would win in a head-to-head match between the two? I would like to throw, uh, I would, I'd like to throw my hat in for matches over wrestlers because I'm pretty sure that we would all end up on mankind. No, uh, no, I'd probably end up on Jericho. Oh, that's how we could split it up in eras. Oh shit, yeah. How about yeah, that? four different eras of wrestler. <laughs> yeah, but one of us is gonna get stuck with the '90s. <laughs> well, we're all gonna do it. Oh, yeah, okay. All right. I, I, so it's like, all right, we all pitch. And that's why there's the three of us, because if you and Jay vote for the two other guys, I could be the swing vote, that type of deal. Oh, uh, yeah, okay. Yeah. I like that. All right, so why don't why don't we do 80s, 90s, mm-hmm. 2000s, mm-hmm. 2010s, mm. and our final one, managers from any era. Oh. Let's mix up a little more. Like, say, Monday Night War era. Okay. Uh, classic era. Like, so anything before. Rock and wrestling. Uh, the Rocket Wrestling era. Yeah, from like Rocket Wrestling and earlier. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Because I could only name like so many guys from back then. Yeah. Bruno um, San Martino. That's yeah. all that matters. <laughs> <laughs> and um, then we could do like say uh, the PG era, I guess. Okay. Is that is that post attitude? That would be from about 2000 to today. Okay. All right. Roughly. All right. So and that that would that would complete four eras. There would be the rock and wrestling era. There would be the '90s because I don't know what else to call it. The attitude era, and then now PG, the PG era, modern era, yeah, modern era. All right, yeah, okay, that works. That works for me. Yeah, we have reached an accord. Uh, yeah, sure. Let's play a game. All right, what are we playing? All right, uh, you guys, let's start off with zombie dice. All right. Anyone not familiar with this game? This is a fun game. This is a great, easy to learn, easy to play game. It is from the good folks at Steve Jackson Games, uh, the guys who make Munchkin and Gerps and Munchkin and Gerps. That's pretty much all you need. Is... Gerps. Yep. Like that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. Because it rhymes with it rhymes with burps. I wasn't sure you'd caught on to that. No, no. I, I I'm right. reading you. You so, want to explain the game, Jay? Uh, I haven't played in like three years, so. <laughs> It's pretty easy. There, there's 13 dice. You got a cup to hold them in, and you need a way to keep score. I happen to have a handy dandy 
Zombie Dice Score Pad. <gasps> Ooh, oh, oh, impressive. I uh, have a notepad with a pen. <laughs> that, that's the same thing. Mine just has graphics. All right, so what you do uh, every turn, you shake the cup, take three dice without looking, and roll them. That's pretty much along in the short yeah. of it. Yep. At least as far as the start of a turn goes. There are three icons on each one. There's the brain mm-hmm. icon, which, hooray, you ate the fucker's brain. Good job. Mm-hmm. Set it to the side. Oh, no, you've been shotgunned. Set the shotgun to the side. And footprints, he ro- he ran away. Those you roll again. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you roll three shotguns, you're fucked. I'm going to make it an open challenge for the Cretans Guild Championship. Oh, shit. Yeah, nobody's changed. Uh, no, that belt the hasn't, belt changed, hasn't hands changed hands in a year. That's that's fair. I'll accept that. Wait, is, there, is, it still over, is it still over at your house? It's still yeah. at his place. Oh, that's right. I was going to pick Go get it. That's right. I'm, I was not, pick... I'm not getting up. I'm very warm. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. It's, it's very, very, very cold down here, and I'm not getting out from under my blanket. Sorry. It's it's over there. That's it's, You'll have to deal with it and just accept the fact. We'll just, we'll just have to believe him. Uh, well, okay. Uh, who is that that, like... Would uh, who would weasel out of the uh, challenges all the time? I can't. It's Brock like, Lesnar, Crash Holly. Or, it, was, uh, it was Crash. Yes, that's yeah. a hell of a name to live up to. Did he weasel out, or he just like get lucky and then scamper off? Well, he would escape, but he was very uh, diminutive, and he looked like a weasel running away. I guess. Uh, I think this or, is good. Yeah, no, absolutely open challenge. Let, let's make it happen. And right. here's here's our color commentary from Rob. It's a cash in. That's accurate. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll go with that. All right, all right. Same order. Jay, Corey, myself. All right. Are we going to agree on the number of points? How many points? Let's do thirteen. Thirteen. 13. Sudden death. All right. All right. Starting oh, off, I have two greens and a red. Mm-hmm. I have rolled three fucking brains right off the bat. Christ. <coughs> well, that's not good. All right. All right. Three brains. Oh, that's me? Okay. Wait, are we going counterclockwise then? Uh, oh, no. Yeah, that's you. I guess I'm the unofficial commissioner. <laughs> <laughs> commissioner has spoken. <laughs> now, Bob! <laughs> I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. Well! All right, I got three feet. That I can roll again. Uh, I'm sorry, everyone. That's going to have to remain a mystery. And I got two feet and a blast. Blast over I, here? I really need more than one brain. Oh, we, we three can, blasts. We can be better. Three blasts? I'm oh, out. so oh, wow, that cost you the brains. That cost me... Well, I only had one, so... Right. Yeah. So... Here's the thing. You know how like uh, board games have kind of like remained a constant through uh, through a lot of people's lives, especially our own. Oh, oh, yeah. It seems to have like arrived in certain stages. Like when you were a kid, a board game meant that you know your parents were having fun with you, or rather that you were having fun and fun in front of your parents uh, without them getting pissed that you're sitting in front of the TV all day. And yep. You know how old people used to rail on about video games and comics and shit. Oh yeah. This was like the one indulgence that we had that they not only let us do. But they would join in, uh, join in on us, or join with us on it. It was probably uh, the only thing I could beat my dad at was board games. It was board games. Chess, he'd wipe my ass with it. Video games, he was better than me. Why would he wipe your ass with a chessboard? Hopefully, not one of those hefty, nice marble ones. You ever get the knight stuck up in there? And it was, ugh, it's the horse? Oh yeah. Board, oh, board, board game. A uh, board game was the first thing. Uh, the the first time I ever swore in front of my mother. Uh, wait, let me let me wait. guess. Uh, Monopoly? Nope. Nope. Ooh. Classic game. A, a, a classic, classic game. Classics. Uh, not Nine Men's Morris, I'm going to assume. No, Parcheesi. Shoots and Ladder? Oh. 
Uh, Parcheesi? Parcheesi. You swore in Parcheesi? Yep. Uh, yeah, that makes sense. And I dropped a big one, too. Like, right in front of my mom. I was nine years old. <laughs> oh, wow. And I, I, I rolled, and I screwed up, and I went, fuck. Oh. Oh, that's and the my big mom, one. My mom, to her credit, looked at me and said, don't say that in front of your grandmother. <laughs> and that was all we spoke of it. That was yeah. the end of the conversation. See, fuck someone that got your mom mad at you. At least in my house. All right? But... Not mine. Okay. I'm, I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie. I never said. I never said cunt in front of her ever. And I believe that if she, like, if she saw this and heard that word come out of my mouth, she would just kind of look at me like, ah, uh, give me some of that vodka. <laughs> See, that, that, yeah. that is the nice thing about my mom living in Ireland is, right. is she, yeah. she yeah. wields yeah. she wields that word like mm-hmm. a fucking saber. Yeah, <laughs> like, and that's that's true. Some cultures is not such a bad thing. Like, the, and, and especially in Europe, cunts like fucking whatever. But um, it, but but in my house, like if uh, if fuck was the event horizon, cunt was the black hole. Wait, that's <laughs> yeah. That was like the point of no return. Nobody knew what was beyond that boundary, but nobody wanted to find out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that was it. All right. Three for here. Not bad. Oh my god, that's all yellow. All yellow. Okay. One of everything. It's beginning. You can risk it right now. Yeah. That's three brains total, two shotgun blast mark. Now for three. Alright, we got three brain. So we got three, three, zero. The lightning zombie round continues. Um the fuck were we talking about earlier with the board games? Uh, I was... I don't know. We've kind of been all over the place today. Yeah. <laughs> were we? I don't remember half of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Here we go. Two yellows and a red. Two feet and a blast. I'm just going to stop. Oh, wait. We're not drinking on this one. I'll keep going. You got... Yeah. <laughs> That is three shotguns. I'm out. <laughs> I got a red and a yellow blast and a yellow foot. I have to go in because I got nada. And I got three shotguns. a blast out. Yeah. Doing good tonight. I think I'm going to My ring of champions going to come to an end. Uh-oh. Wait, who's got the belt again? No one's yeah. beating me. No one's beating you yet. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I think you're right. The Ukraine is mighty weak. I think I'm going to have to put the hurt on the Ukraine. <laughs> Reference anybody for a prize. Seinfeld. No, not really. Well, yeah, I know you knew it. Oh. Because we started playing Risk around that same time. That's true. Yeah. That was kind of funny. Yeah. <laughs> Two feet in a brain. All right. And then one more die. One more die that I didn't look at. And... Mm. Go with two. Two points for core. Yeah. So that kind of segs into my next thought was we were talking earlier about board games and how that was like a vice that our parents would not only let us indulge in, but, you know, kind of uh, get in on with us. Mm-hmm. Um, I was wondering what was the game that got you into the crazy, elaborate and kind of overpriced plateau to board gaming? Uh, one brain for me. Um, one brain? Yep. Mm-hmm. 
probably Suro. Which is funny because that one's not terribly overpriced. Um, yeah. But that was that was one of the first ones where you know like I had I had played Arkham Horror and I had played some other stuff, but mm-hmm. Suro was one where I looked at it and I went, "Ooh, Meredith would like this." Yeah, yeah. And that's a gateway drug for me to be allowed to buy other games. <laughs> <laughs> but that but that made games politically safe in your household. Was that like the game? See, nobody really looks at Arkham Horror on the shelf and thinks to themselves, "You know, I'm going to pay eighty bucks for this shit." Like right now, I've never played it. I haven't played a video game in like three years. But this is the one that's going to get me back into it. Something's got to be the gateway drug to that shit. It. I mean, for in that case, it was it was HeroClix for me because HeroClix brought me over to Arkham Horror. And everything that else. I remember. Because, yeah. I mean, I was I hadn't played a tabletop game in years before Clicks. Mm-hmm. And then uh, with Clicks, we went from, you know, because, you know, Rob played a bunch of different stuff. Yeah. And Charles played a bunch of different stuff. And, you know, that led to that stuff. So. Oh, okay. All right. See, that's that's the thing. I remember the last time we played fucking Har- Arkham Horror. And it was like, what, a good 40 minutes for the setup and then a good... 40 minutes is being generous. I think it took us like almost two hours to get it set up. Yeah, because it was we, ridiculous. we played that when Meredith and Victor were uh, visiting up in Michigan, if I remember uh-huh. correctly. And that was that was something where you and I played and drank, and that was a mistake. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, and, and it took us forever to get everything set up. And I mean, it was fun when we played it, but it's just such a fucking goddamn it's a bear. Cl- clusterfuck of rules like it's <laughs> now here's what i remember i remember that night uh because that was when i was still living with you guys yep uh and we were in the upstairs apartment before we moved yep. to the back that's right um we the, that happened i remember uh i remember there was one night though when mary was still home and i think victor was in bed we had like a bunch of a uh, bunch of friends come over too and try to play that and i remember that the setup was exponentially longer that night because there was like conversation interwoven with <laughs> Let's yep. move the peel over two spots. Wait, is it two or is it four? Oh, we start at four and then we knock it down to two. Okay, well, whatever. And after we got done with setup, we played it for like another two and a half hours and we didn't even finish the goddamn thing. Yeah. Because everybody was just like kind of uh, kind of looped in a holding pattern by that point. And I know my detective was like just looking haphazardly all over Boston for clues or not Boston, Providence. And I guess he might have been a good detective because he was getting all the clues, but he wouldn't put them together. <laughs> and... Everybody else was just kind of like uh, grab assing around because the dice were telling them to grab ass around for the most part. Yep. And it was like, it was a good game. Like Arkham Horror is fine. But I think that is a game, you know, how there's like a ton of like, uh, not expansions, but deviations from that within the, within the license, there's mansions of madness and elder sign. I think, and this is my theory. I think those were developed as a way to streamline the core horror experience. One thousand percent accurate. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> like that, that, that's why there is now Arkham Horror, the card game, which is quick, easy, and fucking wonderful to play. Good. Like it, ta- right, it takes fine. no time to set up. It's quick and fun to play. It's mm-hmm. simple. It's it's well designed. It's great. You know, it's the the problem. The problem with Arkham Horror, and I love Arkham Horror because it's fucking gorgeous. It is a uh-huh. goddamn beautiful game. Uh. But it can't stop stepping on its own dick and get out of its way. You know, it's it's too wrapped up in like, oh, we're going to set the mood and everything. And, yeah. oh, you're going mad. What are you going to do now? That's, go to sleep? Yeah, I'm going to go to bed because <laughs> I don't want to play this anymore. <laughs> Meanwhile, you've got something like Fortune and Glory, which is uh-huh. just as immersive. Ah, uh, fucking Fortune and Glory. Fortune, Fortune and Glory is, hey, roll some dice, move that many spaces, go fucking solve a mystery. Yeah. It's not... Well, now you have to draw a piece from the cup, and no, it, wait, no, no. 
I'm sorry, you drew the piece from the cup, but you also need to draw this card uh-huh. and make sure it's <laughs> like it's Ar- Arkham Horror. Just it, it's like we love mechanics, and we're going to put them all in this game. Yeah, every yeah, single yeah. mechanic is in this game. Yeah. So are you succumbing to the madness? I don't know. Does that feel like frustration? Really? Yes. <laughs> is Cthulhu going to show up and I'm going to be like, ah, okay, Cthulhu, just fucking rein it in, please. Uh, Cthul- right. Cthulhu is the fucking neckbeard that shows up and goes, well, actually, you need to do this. Uh, that's that's all the madness is from Cthulhu. That's that's is, all it is. Is Cthulhu the dickhead dungeon master? Yes. <laughs> yes. Lone Ranger's mother wouldn't even sleep with you. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> You son of a... Just once. Hey, hey, this shows just she has... Once. This shows she has standards. She's a classy lady. That's cool true. Point. Thank you for standing up for Lone Ranger's mother just hey. this uh, this time. Hey, well, you know what? She always lays down for everyone else. It's time someone stood up for her. <laughs> Especially Tonto for some reason. <laughs> All right. We got two greens Ugh. and a yellow with two brains. Yeah, that's some garbage I can barge. Mm. If I was smart, I'd stop now because I need the points, but I also need the points, so I'm going to keep going. Hey, everything's made up and the points don't matter. Just keep going. Mm-hmm. All right. Ooh, Ooh nice. Which, which one of us is Wayne Brady? Three brain, two feet. Oh, clearly Bob. All right. Because I'm Ryan Stiles. I don't think anybody's going to argue with that. Do I have to choke a bitch? See, that's, that's why we... It's too easy. I think that's why I said you're Wayne Brady, because you do the most bitch choking out of all three of us. Can I be Greg Proops? You can be yeah. Greg Proops, yes. You have the glasses. I think you do, right? I'm saying five brain. Oh, Jesus. We got ourselves a match now. Jesus, who is himself technically a zombie. It's true. Right. That. Took a little while to get going, but... And he's weirdly articulate for an undead. By the way, what was your um, what was your gateway board game? Oh God! My parents and I played a lot of Rummy Cube. Fucking Rummy Cube! Rummy Cube is at, so goddamn good. Yeah, that's yeah. that's at quality this, porch gaming. At, and at the age I started playing it, I was thinking, "Oh, this is way too advanced for me." No, nope. boom, boom, boom! You're done, Dad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you've actually got your kids in on that, haven't you? No, I don't have a Rummy board, um, but I should because. Like every family, we didn't. We kept the dice or the uh, the tiles. Well, you got two brain, two, two brain, blast. One, blast. one brain, two shotgun blast. and one foots. Uh, yeah, we kept all of our tiles in a uh, in a crown royal bag. Nice, like you do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The crown royal bag is like the one vestige of gaming that, that seemingly is the most use. Why did I do that? Wow. Why did I fucking do that? All right. Uh, that yeah, was, that's four shotgun. That was that's a, a nothing for Corey. Outrageous loss of brain. All right. So it was Rummy Cube for you, and then afterwards was Downward Spiral? You know, it's like the stereotypical life clue, you know, the stuff that every family has. Yeah, like KB. Yeah. KB games. All yeah, right. Yeah. That makes sense. All right, so I rode two green brains and a yellow shotgun. Now I've drawn two yellows and a red. Ooh. And that puts me at one red brain with two yellow feet. I'm going to stop with three brains on this one. Three brains. I mean, I think growing up it was... You know, I was the the dork that was in the chess club in elementary school. And, you know, I... I played... Like, I played shit like Parcheesi. So... Yeah. (laughs) um, Yeah. But my my mom played D&D, so there were always minis in the house, so... Really? Yeah. 
That's adorable. Well, she's a big Tolkien fan, and they had Lord of the Rings minis, so she had Gandalf and Frodo and Aragorn and all this other stuff. Yeah, so is, was she a fair player? That's his, what I gotta ask. His mom's hardcore the polyhedrals. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> and she she was she's what got me into it. Like, and you know, she encouraged me to actually embrace it and you know look into storytelling and stuff like that with it. So <laughs> that's awesome. It was cool because my my grand my grandma certainly did not. Uh, yeah, <laughs> exact opposite reaction. Wait, actually, was was, uh, was was Graham ever part of the Satanic Panic? Uh, no, she didn't. She, thought, no, she, she, didn't she thought that was bullshit. She just thought it was stupid. Yeah, like, okay, like, that, that's, that's right. really what it came down to. Like, like she, my, she thought it was dumb. Like she thought it was a waste of time. All like, right. like, why are you spay, staying up till that, four o'clock in the morning playing this game? That sounds very familiar. Yes. Yeah. All and, right. And I don't have a reason I stayed up till four o'clock in the morning playing that game. Other than that, it was fun, you know. Mm-hmm. It was, like, and it was a chance to hang out with my buddies. So yeah, it was cool. Uh, pen and paper gaming. Yeah, Graph Like paper. if you think this is a logistical nightmare, no. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna stick with that with three brains, and that puts me in the lead right now. That does nice. Okay. Well, we gotta unseat him from the uh, championship. That's the only thing. Man, I'm so mad that I got taken out on day one of Whamhalla. Was, I only caught that peripherally. What was right, that about? So, so Whamageddon, you know, the, the Wham the Wham song, that's terrible. So there's this thing where uh, if you, you start on December 1st and you go as long as you can without hearing Last Christmas, mm-hmm. which typically okay. for me is pretty easy because I don't put it on any of my playlists because I hate that song. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, not thinking about it, went out on December 1st and uh, went out for lunch and didn't last two minutes in the car before I was eliminated. Oh. Last year, I made it to December 20th. Uh, do covers count, or is it just nope, the, uh, the just one? The, just, just the original. Just the way about, Okay, because that, uh, that Papini Sisters one I keep listening to. It's no, just Papini too Sisters one yeah. is spectacular and does not count. Yeah, okay, um, good. Yeah, no, you're, you're fine on that one. Yeah, I got I got George Michael, like, day one, minute one. It was terrible. Was it on the radio or in the store? On the radio. Like, even oh. worse. You know what you should have had to have done if you, uh, if you uh, lost to, uh, what is it called, Wham... Wham- uh, it's it's Whamahead, uh, Whamageddon. Whamageddon. Whamageddon? And, yeah. All right. You should have had to uh, shave your face down to a well-curated 5 o'clock shadow. And let's not go nuts here. I think that that's what should happen. No, this is about as neat as the beard gets. Like, I, I trimmed it this month, so. Real sacrifices <laughs> must be made, I think. I, I had to sacrifice my eardrums to that song, so that's, that's enough. Hmm. 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 And in the name of Large Marge, you will be defeated tonight. For those of you who have joined us, we are playing for the belt right now. Welcome back for uh, two Raws, whatever. <laughs> raw Better is, than Raw. Raw, raw is boring. Not I'm gonna, your host. Doesn't, doesn't take spot. much. Doesn't take yeah, much. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> nope. uh, two yellow feats, one green brain. Draw on a die. What do you got? What color? Uh, looks like another green. Oh, another green. Yeah. It's probably going to happen. And that's all brains. Oh, wow. Four brains. All brains. You're sticking with that, I assume. I'm sticking with four brains because that just means there's red dice left That puts in you in the lead. Yeah. What's right. Corey at now? Uh, Corey is at nine, eight, seven. Six, five, four, three, two, one. Contact! All right. I have drawn two greens and a red. That is two brains and a foot, so we're going to keep going. 
That was a three to one contact reference. I was thinking of the Sesame Street pinball. The 12 count. The 12 yeah. is, yeah. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. 11, 12. Nice. Uh, Thank you. That is two blasts and, a f- and some feet, so I'm going to stick with two brains on this one. Two brain. You and Corey are tied. Three. That feels like three. All right, two brains, yellow, green, and a green blast. I'll stick with that. Shit. Puts me at ten. Okay. Yeah, you know a game's a lot of fun that I haven't put enough time into. The uh, oh. the X Wing miniatures game. Oh fuck yeah! That game is so good. Like that's such a simple, easy, fun mechanic. Mm-hmm. I haven't played it. Oh, dude, it's it's so good. And actually, you know what's cool? They actually make a Star Trek version of it um, called Attack Wing. So, All right. Uh, did they mess with the rules any for the Star Trek version? Not that I'm aware of, no. They just changed the skin? I think that one could have done with a bit of finessing because of because of what Nicholas Meyer knew in making The Wrath of Khan. That there's a lot of... there was a, he, he saw Star Trek as like a submarine drama. Yeah. Yeah, like a Cold War submarine drama. So if you began to incorporate a lot of those uh, uh, slower rules, because... The Star Wars game is pretty quick and decisive. Like, you measure out your, um, uh, you plot your movement, yep. and then you decide on which uh, ships to attack, if I remember this all, uh, yep. correctly. Correct. And then you roll, like, one die, and that's your outcome. Um, if you if, if you thought, like, more uh, more strategically, something more slowly, like if you combined X-Wing with, uh, gosh, I don't know, the, uh, the territorial mechanics of something like Risk, and I'm just thinking off the top of my head, then you'd have something that could replicate the heightened drama of submarine strategy. Uh, this, is, this is me talking after four shots of really cheap booze. <laughs> but yeah, I kept thinking the same thing. This is like, all right, this is when like a bunch of generals are in the war room and they're around that like festively lit table. And one of these guys is like a croupier and puts a bunch of ships over here like this. And he's like, <laughs> we'll attack the front over here next to these things that are definitely not toy soldiers. And, <laughs> and the other guy is like, all right. And he gets out the protractor and he starts measuring. And you're like, man, war's kind of fun. Too bad so many people have to fucking die. I kept thinking that would be... That's like the X-Wing game, but it would have that pretty clean... Or a lot cleaner to the whole Star Trek idea, the starship idea. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. If you could cut through that word salad, I'm pretty sure there's a point in there. <laughs> but yeah, they're, they're, they do make a version of it called Attack Wing. So if you're if you're interested, Bob... You know, I think I've heard of it. Are you yeah. sticking with this? Uh, now nah, I'm gonna go. Oh. Oh. Three dice. Wow. We're All going right. for broke. This is for the fucking belt bot. I don't know if you, uh, no, I don't know if you're we, informed we, he has or anything. three brains, by the way. One of each color. If you got the bloody memo that was apparently circulating, are you not on the email chain? Because, oh, well, I'm going to stop rolling. Okay. That's three brains. three brains. Yeah, I'm also going to top stock and stop talking shit, too. Uh, I, I, are we playing to 21 or 13? 13. 13. So it's one more for 13. me. 13. One yeah. more for you. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. I need four. Corey needs one. How many do you need, Bob? Uh, three. The tension is killing me. Two greens and a red. One brain, two feet. Going to keep going. And? It is now one green, one red, one yellow. That is two brains with two feet. Going to keep going. Shit. Two greens and a red. All hail your new fucking champion. (laughs) With four. Yeah, so here's the first to 
13? Yep. You got 13. All right. That means you get to hold on to the belt for a little bit longer. Yeah, I'm going to send it back with you when you come up to visit, though, because it's... <laughs> I feel bad about it being here, and it's... <laughs> all right, so we, we got to... Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, Nerd or Not is proud to present to you your new Creed's Guild World Champion, Jay! Yay. I'll drink to that. Yeah, that's worth it. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I hope to uh, bring honor to the belt and, uh, you know, defend it graciously and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. So, uh, so we we want to get into our best of talk now, right? Like, yeah, let, let's yeah, we've we've had some fun now. Let's get into some conversations. Some okay. people could actually join in. <laughs> what? Sure. Yeah. Let's see, let's see who's participating right now on YouTube. We've got uh, uh, still Rob. Hey, Rob, thanks for sticking uh-huh. around and uh, you know, not you know, giving up on us because we're. <laughs> oh, this it's... reminds me. We got a. We do have a voicemail. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Uh huh. From Patsy from the Throwdown Th- uh, Thursday podcast. Hey boys, Patsy the Angry Nerd from Throwdown Thursday here, and I just want to say congratulations on your milestone of 50 episodes. Oh, thank you. Um, that's a, It's a great milestone. It shows the dedication that you guys have. Yes, the dedication to get to 50 episodes after three years. Thank you. <laughs> um, honestly, uh, you know, I've done it. You know, we're up over 100 now, but we don't do half of the extracurricular stuff that you guys do. Uh, I've been unable to keep up with my YouTube channel. You guys faithfully post to that all the time. I mean, you're broadcasting live tonight. Um, you know, my hat, I, I tip my hat to you. You guys are doing a great job um, providing a lot of quality content. Uh, I really enjoyed the uh, walk around Disney for uh, the uh, Halloween celebration that they do down there. The name is escaping me at the moment, but I just want to say congratulations, and uh, I do have a joke for you. Oh, there's a joke. How many dead hookers does it take to change a light bulb? Well, it's not three, because my basement is still dark. <laughs> uh, so, thanks, guys. Uh, have a great episode. Take care, and uh, keep on keep on churning out the great content. Take care. Patsy out. <laughs> That's good. That's really fucking good. <laughs> So, yeah, that was Patsy. Thank you, Patsy, for sending that in. Him and uh, Ashes do the Throwdown Thursday podcast. Mm -hmm. They do great interviews. They have great discussions. They're very similar to us where they, you know, they pick a topic and they just spin off it for an hour or two. Perhaps a little less alcoholic. Yes. Thank you, Patsy. I appreciate that. But we also had a pair of questions sent in from Goobs from the Derailers. Goobs! Yes! The first one was... Uh, with the Game Awards coming up tomorrow, yep. I guess, yeah, is that tomorrow? It is. Really? Oh, wow. Yeah, Game Awards coming up. Uh, what are some of the dream announcements we're looking forward to? <laughs> oh, shit. Um, Star, Star Tropics 3? I, I doubt they'll say anything about Smash. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say anything from an, a dead Nintendo franchise with the number 3 after it. So, Star Tropics Fucking 3, a. Mother 3... Um, Mother Three, <laughs> right? Uh, Actual Earth will die before they before they announce any port of Mother Three. <laughs> you know, you know, I just just something something. This actually something that popped into my head the other day because uh, Meredith got the Spyro remakes for the PS4, nice. and yeah. they're 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 fucking really well done. Like that that game looks 
so much better than it used to. Um, well, yeah, the old one was lo- like low lo-fi PS1 shit. Yeah, it was PS1, but, it was terrible, yeah. and it wasn't great. But uh, they, they look good, they're fun to play, the voice acting's mm-hmm. really good in them, so they, they've gone over everything. Mm-hmm. Um, I really want to see a remastered, kind of like a hand-drawn Paper Mario animation style of Super Mario's Brothers 1, 2, and 3 released for the Switch. Like, just completely HD remake them, you know, do, do hand-drawn the whole thing, or go go the paper style and just put those out in a collection. I think that'd be a lot of fun. Paper style or, like, Cuphead style? Pa- I, I, I would prefer paper style because that's an IP that they're just letting die on the vine for some reason. So, uh, it's for a pretty good reason. The last couple of paper games have not been hot. So, yeah. Keep- uh, and I'm, I'm still playing them. I mean, because it's it's, it's its own flavor, you know? But... So- yeah, uh, like I just finished Super Paper Mario. Just finished. Never mind. I finished it like a year ago. But that uh, that game was supposedly like the highest rated of the last one, two, three, four that have been released. Uh, that's including Super Paper Mario. Uh, what came out after that? Sticker Star. Mm-hmm. Um, Paper Jam, which is also technically part of the uh, Mario and Luigi series. And then Color Splash came out. And from pa- Super Paper Mario on forward... And this was even tethered to a pretty uh, well-performing franchise. They've the ratings have just been declining on all of them. And I don't mean just like review ratings and shit. Like even if you look on the Metacritic on the user side, people are like, eh, it just wasn't as good as it used to be and such. I think, I think that might have something to do with. I'm not throwing it away completely. I think that might have something to do with the fact that they had reached so far and attained so much with Thousand Year Door that there was really nowhere else for them to go after that. Yeah, but, it's it, it's kind of like what what happened with Mario RPG, like you hit a grand slam on the on your first at bat, just like right away. Re- retire, like yeah. you're you're done. Just leave it alone. Let the let it go. Um, and the the more you milk it, the worse it gets. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I I would I would like to see something done with the IP just because I think it it's such a great visual to see. That's a really good style too, and and I you know you've got Mario one two and three that you put out fucking virtual console versions of every twenty five mm-hmm. minutes and sell for seven bucks. Yeah, you know take some of that money and you know re up the visuals, ch- tweak the gameplay a little bit. You know, mm-hmm. we'll see what happens there. Like we're we're already getting the the Super Mario, uh, new Super Mario Brothers Wii remastered. Yeah, yeah, go. That's because they want people to buy it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they they want people to play the game that they made that they worked you, so you hard on. No bought it before. Yeah, no, I did because <laughs> one. <laughs> it's it's still one of my most played consoles, and I'm sticking to that story. Um, it's still a great console, and it will always be yeah. a great console. Yeah, um, because it's the, two consoles in one. <laughs> the the other the other major thing I want to see um, is I want to see a new Uncharted game starring Chloe. Because that last yes. that last one was so fucking good, but yeah. it was so fucking short. Like, oh <laughs> uh, no, really? It's 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 probably about a good 15, 20 hours. But like, you know, I, I got spoiled by Uncharted Four, which is a good forty five, fifty hour game. Mm-hmm. So, but you, you know, the, the thing to remember with that too is it was also set up as DLC for that game. You oh know? really? Yeah, it was supposed to originally be DLC for Uncharted Four, and they said, you know what, we've got enough story here, we can flesh this out to a full release. Yeah, um, which they unfortunately did. not enough game to. It's really... it's as much game as other console games. Like it's it's uh-huh. got as much gameplay as like Spider Man does. Okay, um, all right, that's good. But I got spoiled by all the other Uncharted games that I wanted more. And yeah. I think Chloe is such a good character that you've got you just got a license to print money there. Yeah. So oh, that was a bummer. I booted up Spider Man the other day, and I'm like maybe five missions into the main story because I keep looking for book bags and shit. Well, I, I'm like I want the homemade costume. 
So while you're looking for book bags, you're also taking landmark pictures and doing whatever else might happen across your radar. And then I, I booted it up the other day and I'm like 25% done. I'm like, what? No, not already. Shit. Wow. <laughs> just just doing like the ancillary stuff. So, so that game so goes and fits, and fits and starts. It really does. Yeah. Um, because you will you will swear you're not doing anything. All of a sudden you're at like 35% complete. Yeah. And then it's like, all right, you're going straight into the main quest now. There's nothing else you can do. You have to do the main quest for a little while. Uh-huh. And then you'll do that and you'll do that for like three or four hours and you'll only be at like 40% when that's done. And it's like, what the really? fuck? What is this? It's like their math is wackadoo. Like, it's, <laughs> um, it's still a great game. Like I, yeah. I, I love Spider-Man. I think it's wonderful. I'm not digging the DLC so much. Oh yeah. Um, because it's, it's really kind of lazy DLC. Um, oh no. Lots of repetitive gang fights, lots of like just escalating swarms of bad guys. It isn't really fun. Is that wait? Which one's out so far? Is that the Black Cat one? All th- I think all three of them are out now. Oh, oh, oh! So they're around in the home stretch. Yeah, or two of them are out, and the third one comes out in like a week. Oh, I, can't, okay. I can't remember right. which, but um, I know Turf. The the one with Black Cat is okay, but it's it's it is a lot of hey, here's seventy five waves of bad guys you got to take out, and then <sighs> and then uh, the Turf Wars one, which is the second one is apparently a lot of gang fights on the streets, but they've all got like fucking rocket launchers and shit, and it's like, no thanks, that's not fun. <laughs> uh, it's not fun. Yeah. So, I don't know if I'm, uh, how far I'm going to get with it, but... Alright, well, uh, wait for the next Sony sale? Wait, does Sony even do sales? Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Oh, yeah, they do. They're uh, they're a little bit better about it than uh, Microsoft, I think. So, I know that, like... Significantly well, so. Yeah. I know their, s- their Plus program is really good. Right. I yeah. love that thing. Mm-hmm. I do, too. See, I know the Steam sales is what Steam sales are. Uh, Nintendo's probably the second best, because... They are do, are no, we talking do, just console or uh, console and PC ecologies? Uh, I'm not putting Nintendo in second then. Not no, even, you're not. No, Who's second. Sony by a mile. Sony by a mile. Yeah, it's oh, okay. St- Steam is first because Steam always has shit on sale. Like, Steam, I can stuff my pockets <laughs> full of games for like pennies on yeah. the dollar. So Steam's going to stay. How in often first. do I get emails? An item on your wish list is on sale. Yeah, yeah I know. Daily, <laughs> every fucking day. It's like, hey, this these 37 games on your wish list are on sale. Yeah. Thank you, Steam. I'm never gonna buy them. They're just there. Like it's. <laughs> I swear, I swear, I get them as often as like message alerts on my phone. But then again, like I have 600 games on my wish list. <laughs> so, <laughs> but I, I would yeah. I would put Sony ahead of my of, of Nintendo on sales just because their sales are not just like here's these same 15 indie titles we're gonna have on sale for the next nine months. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sony's change every week, and they've got that PS Plus program. Mm-hmm. Where every month you're getting free games and they're good games, so it's yeah. I, I I'm a big fan of the way Sony does stuff right now. So mm, okay. So what other questions did you have, Bob? Uh, you know, since we're talking about video games, let's uh, let's jump right into it. Like, what are your guys' uh, game of the year? This doesn't have to be a game that came out. Oh fuck! This year, it could be a game you were introduced to this year. Oh, a game I just started playing this year. Yeah. It's uh, very limited for me because I, I'll play one game and I'll just stick with it until I am done. So I've played probably five games five. all year. Okay, I think it's up to five. I'm gonna let you two go first because I'm probably gonna uh, like a uh, leapfrog over one of y'all. Well, I have a pretty good idea at least what one of you is gonna say. Well, the game that I played that I think is the game of the year is God of War on PS4. The game couldn't disagree uh, with you more. <laughs> well, that's. <laughs> okay, it's my choice. I know, I know. I can I say just... whatever the fuck I want. 
I'm not wrath. I'm not mad. Do we have any popcorn sitting around? No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to kind of cruise. A bag of it over here. I'm just going to kind of cruise off on the rage here. <laughs> just like bask in the wake of it all. <laughs> I, I, I didn't play a lot of games, but that's the one game I did play that I think is the best of the year. What what was your spread for this year? Because it was pretty good from what I could see. It was pretty thin, too. I mean, obviously it was God of War. Yeah, but you reached for the top fucking shelf. Well... Uh, okay, uh, which one that 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 has me interested? Which one wasn't what you consider to be top shelf? It was a, a Star Trek game for the Wii. Oh, that one really? A Conquest, yeah. No shit. I, I loved the game. I thought it was great, but you know that that title's probably fifteen, ten years old. Oh, uh, okay, so it was kind of underwhelming. Yeah, but it was saying. new to me this year. It was yeah. Like, yeah, I'll get it for three bucks on Amazon. Sure, that makes sense. I enjoyed it, but I think God of War was better. Uh, the other games I played were like uh, Hold up, Wii scores on Amazon. Yeah, <laughs> uh, a couple of Telltale games. Um, what was it? Oh, it was uh, Tales from the Borderlands. Tales from the Borderlands, which I thoroughly enjoyed. Uh-huh. Really liked that one. Yeah, and King's Quest. That was Activision, technically. No, that was technically that was Activision, actually. Yeah. Oh, was it? I thought it was Telltale. Uh, let's see. That's three, four, and the fifth game was uh, Shadows of War, uh, Lord of the Rings: Shadow of War. You're next. Uh, so I, I played a lot this year. That's that's the, the nice thing about having a wife that works at GameStop. Um, yeah. Uh, I So I, I will say this about God of War. It's better than any of the other God of Wars I've ever played. Um, but I still find Kratos to be thoroughly unlikable. And it's just kind of a plotting story. So eh, I don't really care. Is, like, is he still uh, is he still Nickelback sad Kratos from the mid 2000s? Yeah. No, his, his characters developed a lot in this game. Yes. Now, he, yes. Now, now he has the word boy in his repertoire. <laughs> <laughs> like, like I, I, so, so here, here's, here's okay. my problem. And this is, uh-huh. this is the same reason I can't get into shit. Like, um, uh, what's the, the show with the meth, um, breaking, breaking bad. bad, breaking bad. Uh, if you're going to have, a protagonist that's a bad guy. Mm-hmm. I need to I need to be able to attach to them in some way. And I wasn't drawn to Kratos just like I wasn't drawn to Heisenberg at all. Like mm. I don't care what happens to either of these guys. Like when like the Loki fight that he has, like the 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 crazy ass one after the funeral when 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 or whoever the the redhead was that came to the the cabin, like the first big fight in uh, God of War. I kept dying and I didn't care. I didn't want to keep playing because I wanted to avenge the death of, of the, this character or or his wife or anything like that. Mm-hmm. I died and I went, eh, oh well, okay. That's, I guess I'm dead. I'll play it tomorrow. Whatever. Like I don't. It was it was frustrating. Plus, you weren't motivated to continue. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And well, that's very early in the game, isn't it? I played for about 15 hours and just couldn't give a shit about the anything that was happening. Like I just didn't care. Like, <laughs> I wanted to. I very badly wanted to, but it just it just wasn't for me. And I thought it was boring. Um, mm. But a lot of people like it, so that tells me I'm very much in the minority and probably in the wrong. It just just doesn't click for me. No, um, if it's your opinion, I'm not going to say you're wrong, but I am going to say... I've never played God of War. No, not that one, but... The new one. Yeah, the new yeah. one. Yeah. I enjoyed it. I thought it was a great game. The visuals are great. The, the story was great. I mean, I really didn't have any problem with the game itself. Oh, it is... Stunning. Like, it's fucking gorgeous. Like, it's one of the prettiest games I've ever seen. He, just, Kratos had a really shiny head. No, he's very hairy, actually. He grew a beard and... 
Well, yeah, down here. He's all scarred up. At least they got rid of that fucking Slipknot goatee. That shit was annoying from day one. No, you don't have a Slipknot goatee. I got a, I got a little soul patch going on here. You is have that... hair. You have facial hair. This is a... This he is had a, a soul patch, didn't he? No, he had this shit where he took the top off and it was just like, Give me my eyeliner! Yeah. You know that. He had he had the was that, was that good? That, yes. I'll give you that one. Uh, so for me, it, it's there, there's a lot of stuff I really liked on the Wii this year, or on the on the Wii on the the Switch. The Switch. The Switch. Um, yeah. If you're gonna talk about new Wii acquisitions, that's that's me. Um, there's a lot of stuff I liked on that, but none of them really jumped out to be game of the year. Not like last year with Breath of the Wild and Mario Odyssey. Mm-hmm. Um, so it comes down to the PS4 for me, and it's between Lost Legacy. And Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Um, oh, Spider Man's not even up there. Spider Man's number three. Like it's 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 a solid number number three. Um, but if just because Lost Legacy is so fucking short, I got to give it to Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Like that right. that game is goddamn wonderful. Like it is hmm. so fucking good. Um, it's beautiful. The story's compelling. The characters are great. Uh, if you choose Cassandra as your lead, the voice actor is really good. Um, if you choose Alexios, it is not good oh, at all. That's the bummer. <laughs> it's very bad. <laughs> um, and it's ancient Greece, so it's it's right in my wheelhouse. You know, it's stuff I really like. So, favorite game we played this year? You were introduced to this year? That I was introduced to. All right, I had a lot of favorites because <laughs> I played a lot of. Break games it down to three at least. Um, see, Jay knows this, but I was on a mission to like kill a fat chunk of my backlog. Yeah, on my no, I, you made that proclamation a number of times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So just to, just to bring people up to speed. Um, but goddamn, I played a ton of shit. Um, played a really good puzzler that was released at the turn of the turn of this year called uh, Opus Magnum, which was a lot like was a lot like it was from the developer of a lot of flash uh, mechanical puzzlers that I used to play like way back during the day, like at work, uh, the place we used to work at. Mm-hmm. Um, same developer has money now. Uh, went ahead and made like a full fledged release of it, and uh, that was that was a fine time. However, any one of those stages could uh, be like either uh, two minutes or two hours to get through. So it's a lot of half of it is an investment because it is an open ended puzzle design. Mm-hmm. You just have to make a solution for the problem that is being described to you with the parts that you were provided. Um, let me see. So that was good. I like the hat in time a shitload. Uh, but I'm going to put that down at the bottom of the list because I have played a lot of stuff from this year as well. Um, but by default, I would say like hat of the time is hat, a hat in time is like my favorite game that I've discovered so far this year. Um, because by default, I ended up buying a switch in and around February, March, I got into breath of the wild at the, at the, you know, at much later than everybody else did. Yeah. Splatoon two, same story. Um, I'm still getting into it. So. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> If only they, they could take care of those hacks, that would uh, that would help a lot because that was a problem. Is that really an issue with Splatoon too? Yes. yes. Oh my because very people much so. bought switches. Nobody bought we we use, <laughs> so that wasn't a, that wasn't a concern for them. But in addition to that, shit, other stuff came out. Red Strings Club is a lovely game that kind of like gets up its own ass a couple of times, but it's got a great narrative and a hell of a setting. Um, oh man, what else did Spider Man's up there? Spider Man's fucking fantastic, but everybody fucking knows that. Yeah. It, We're not breaking any grounds with that one. <laughs> we are not. However, Spider-Man uh, did something really cool that I don't think a lot of people talk about in terms of how it evolved that sort of chain combo superhero genre. I'm just going to say genre, whatever. It's not the right word, but fuck it. 
most most of those tend to be like ground based because they're all based. They uh, they orient or I'm sorry, they uh, uh, Arkham Asylum influenced the combat design for those. Mm-hmm. Like one punch leads to another punch. You stun with the cape. You go to another dude, knock his lights out, and etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. This one elevates it to an acrobatic level. So now air combos are part of the procession, and that was pretty damn neat. Bringing the fighting arena up another axis, um, and traversal was cool. But that, honestly, I can't, I kind of think they just evolved the Spider-Man Two traversal systems beyond what they already were. There's too fucking many for 2018. <laughs> that's the thing about like that's the thing about like drilling through your backlog. I don't have. It would be an easier to question to ask me if there was a game I hated most out of 2018. There's nothing wrong with you being enthusiastically joyous about video games. Yeah, like that's yeah. The, the fact that you had a good year of games. That's a good thing. That should be celebrated. Yeah. And a lot of them were like over 10 years old. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you've been talking about it a lot. Okay. Have you played any Fallout 76 yet? I've been talking about it a lot because I don't know if I want to get it or not. That's the thing. <laughs> like I really I, like, is this a rabbit hole we want to go down? Uh, no, is it? How not, long? Not no, tonight. it's not. That can be a whole. That can be a whole episode. Like that's. All right. All right. We'll save that for the new year. <laughs> Let me drop a couple of sentences. I swear to God, I'll keep it brief. Okay. All right. Sure. I want it because it's Fallout and it's online and it's Rust style. Um, do you want it or do you want it because to it's be good? F- I want it to be good because it's fucking Fallout. Like, everything I've done... I haven't played any of the PS2 shit. That was a dark word we don't want to go down. Um, but I like the idea. And I like the idea that it's Rust-style uh, open-world multiplayer RPG and not, like, World of Warcraft or whatever. Because that means you can go wherever the fuck you want to. But so many people have, like, talked about its broken nature. And apparently it's, like, way more fucking bugged than any Bethesda game has been so far. Which, if you know Bethesda... That's saying uh, something. That ain't small fucking words. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's almost like you're willing to you're playing you're playing the game in despite of the bugs. The other thing is that I've got at least two friends that have been playing it since beta and they're in love with it. So I don't know what road to go down. I've I've seen a few people online say they love it. Yeah, that's the thing. There's no golden bricks to look for. Of course, I have seen a lot of people say they hate it too. So it might be just one of those things. Wait till it's on sale and then yeah. take a chance. But then again, I remember another game that I like like I love almost to death. That got really polarizing reviews, and that's God Hand. So I, I, oh, I, I, love that game. I might use that as a barometer. I don't know. It's just this is so much different, you know. Oh. I want, I want to toss out uh, two more real quick, if that's okay. Yeah. Just Ooh, from, please, from, yeah, yeah. yes, yes, yes. From stuff I played on uh, Steam, I'm trying to get to my my inventory. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh, one of the games that I have absolutely adored this year is uh, Renowned Explorers on Steam. Oh, that's right. Which yeah, is so fucking good. Um, uh-huh. uh, and I, there's another uh, Curious Expedition is uh, is another one, which are, I guess I was in an explorer mood that day and bought two explorer mm-hmm. games. And they're, they're just, they're vastly different, but they're wonderful. Um, so I, I would definitely suggest those two on Steam. And then uh, The Long Dark, which is continuously wonderful and moody and great and uh it's it's just it's one of the best games i've ever played have you guys seen a lot of movies this year or any movies i should say uh, i've seen some more than i thought i would have seen i think i count on one hand how many i've seen but more than i thought i would have seen and less than i wanted to all right then uh favorite let's i don't know if we should separate this into two separate categories or just like overall best movie or best comic book movie you've seen this year and again it doesn't have to be something that came out this year I'm going to say Infinity War because so many people bitched about it when it came out. Bitched? Yeah. Oh, God. The ending was a downer. 
grow up, please. Don't, don't listen to us. People. Yeah, okay. And it's, it's like not every not every movie has to have a happy ending. He you're, snapped his fingers. You're talking to a noir addict, okay? I know that sometimes shit happens and then life goes on. It's about time the comic book movie stepped up to that plate too. So yeah, uh, Infinity Wars for taking that step. Also for as far as I'm concerned, bringing Alan Silvestri back. Sure, he did the soundtrack for Ready Player One, but not many people saw that. So <laughs> Infinity War. There's actually not been a lot of comic book movies this year. There's only been a handful. I guess Infinity War scared them, a lot of them off. There's Infinity War, there's Justice League, and there is Ant-Man and the Wasp. Ant-Man and the Wasp, yeah. Right? And Black Wait, Panther. Justice League. And Black Panther and was Black February. Oh, yeah, that's right. It was very early That feels year. like eons ago. I know, yeah, I know. It, it feels like ten years ago. Black Panther was like <laughs> only like nine months ago. Yeah, Black Panther was good, too. Yeah, meanwhile, Captain Marvel's about ready to kick down the door. I don't give a shit. They're given kind of like a... Separate from how the comic books are. They're given a new origin to her. Did you notice this? A bit, yeah. Uh, a more recent origin, I think they've... Tom Solo's uh, suggesting Incredibles 2, which I haven't seen. Tom! And I really want to. Yeah, he's the guy that did... Um... Tom did our logo. He did this mm-hmm. shirt right here that I'm wearing yeah. right now. Yeah, that, there it is. Yeah. Hi, Tom. That's right. Mm-hmm. Um, Thank you for keeping the spirit of Pinup alive. I, yes. I'm, I'm going to... So my, my, my favorite comic book movie of the year was Ant-Man and the Wasp. Um, yes. My favorite movie of the year, however, was Solo. I thought Solo was fucking fantastic. Solo was so goddamn underrated. Yep. Just unfairly underrated. Yep. Now, okay. Aside from aside from wieners on the internet downvoting it because they didn't like how the less Jedi was, even though they weren't really well, they were related in property only. It actually underperformed at the box office, which was unusual. Correct. Yes. Yep. It underperformed. How the fuck did that happen? My theory is that it came out too quickly after Last Jedi. Yes. I think the backlash from Last Jedi hurt it. Yeah. See, we got people on Solo's dick here, right there. Gunmetal Jackal. Um, So, yeah, that's that's great. And uh, no one ever talks about it, but Teen Titans Go to the Movie was fucking fantastic. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Absolutely fantastic. (laughs) I I don't give a shit what anybody says, but I actually like the the cartoon also. Yep. It took a while to warm up to me, but, yeah, I started liking it. And I know that... I know that a lot of people are sour on it because Teen Titans, the Puffyami Yumi years, have like its own cult status. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But when your nephew comes to you and like without any sort of like lead in or framing or, or or preamble whatsoever, says, "When I say pie, you say," or "When I say I like, you say pie, I like," and then you re- you automatically respond with pie. You know that they're on the good, they're on to something good. Yep. So I'm not going to doubt them any. And any and most of the episodes that I've seen have made me laugh. It's not a superhero show. No. It uses it as a pretext. Fucking whatever, man. It's <laughs> you, what? I can actually remember the moment I warmed up to that show. Cyborg, they're all having like this cooking competition where mm-hmm. they're all like like fighting to make the best dish or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> Cyborg, I've seen, I've seen Cyborg's this. holding like this bowl of ground beef and uh-huh. he's he's punching it and on his apron it says food pun. Because <laughs> he's punching his meat. <laughs> I was like, all right, you guys finally did it. You won me over. That's I a good give show. In. That's a good show. Yeah. Like like, like in the ranking of shows on Cartoon Network that were on at, on the air at that time, I think it was like, uh, that's Cartoon Network, right? Because it's yeah. DC. Yeah. yeah. Um, it would have been Gum- Gumball at the top. Yeah. Because Gumball is forever. Um, and then I think it would have been, it would have been Titans because I can't think of anything else. <laughs> so yeah. That's, uh, Next question, Robert. God damn it. <laughs> All right, we, we teased it a little bit with Teen Titans, uh, but is there a TV show you're introduced to this year 
This has been the year of anime for me. I have been introduced <laughs> to so much fucking anime, here, and it. it makes me so happy. Let me flick the needle. All right, here we go. It's another 50 cc's of weeb juice. Oh, <laughs> yeah, it's so good. <laughs> I'm sorry I did that to you. <laughs> what, was, what was the start? Was it Death Parade? Were, were you on yeah, were it? Yeah, it was Death Parade. I think you suggested Death Parade. You suggested, like, 90% of the stuff. I think yeah. Goobs and Jenny from the derailers have suggested the rest of it. They suggested One Punch Man. I was like, yep, I like the show. That was good shit. And, uh, then, and that made me think of Goblin uh, Goblin Slayer, which you're probably going to get on after. That's probably the next thing. I yeah, have two yeah. more series to knock out before that. Yeah. Uh, he's kill on, a Kill. He's on Kill a Kill right now, and that's the Creme de la Creme. Yeah. Kill a Kill. I, that right. show's so stupid. I love it every, every bit of stupid, it. Stupid, kinetic, beautiful, and... It's stupid to use the word I want to... Yeah. I'm going to stick yeah, with Yeah, it's that. pretty fucking outlandish. Yeah, it is. It's nuts. Yeah. Yeah, and you know, I'm even loving the like a bridge stuff that fan mate fans are making. Like, I, I've I've been getting into uh, um, Helsing uh, Ultimate, a bridge which is made by Team Four Star, and is I've never seen the original version, yeah. and is goddamn hilarious. I wish that they put out one episode a year, and, and they've been doing wrong. this for a few years, and you're not wrong. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right. So for you, it was anime. I'm going to tell you why I got started. I got you started on Death Parade. Because I kind of got back in the anime back in like 2013 or 14. I don't know. I was living over at Jay's. And, uh, and somebody like got me on the Kill la Kill. And I was like, all right, this looks funny. And I like this director because he made Dead Leaves. And that's one of my favorite movies. And I was like, fuck! Rub it on my guts! Give it! <laughs> it was so good. And that like just, that just started me down the rabbit hole. Then it was like... Uh, then it was like fucking Space Dandy, and then it was uh, Shimonetta, which you were in the middle of. And unfortunately, you can't get now because I can get it if I I have a, a Funimation account, but it's just so hard to watch stuff on their on their uh, best viewer. best noir film for kids. Who framed Roger Rabbit? That's true. I'm not going to sell that movie out. That is pure noir. Yeah, it yeah. just has a happy ending, which makes it different. What noir can't be happy ever? It's it's usually not, but. Sometimes Casablanca, but it's not. Eh, it's not it's a happy like, ending. No, well, it's not a sad ending. Well, nobody dies, but it's not a happy ending. I yeah, mean, yeah. Um, sorry, uh, blah. but you're right <laughs> with Roger Rabbit, and that's actually one of the movies that got me interested in detective fiction, which bled into noir. Who censored Roger Rabbit? Who censored Roger Rabbit by who? Goldberg, Goldstein, Sackman, Royce, and Pertz. <laughs> Correct me if I'm wrong, but the author's name was Peter Wolf, which I thought was hilarious because he sounds like a cartoon character. Okay. Um, anyway. Um, sounds like a Tex Avery character. Yeah. <laughs> so, when I got up to Death Parade, it was somebody's suggestion. You should see this. It's actually really surprising. And I'm like, I looked at it, and I'm like, God, these guys have, like, fucking blue and green hair. It's anime. But it takes place in a, in a bar, and it only takes place in a bar. They're playing casino games. This is kind of interesting. Uh, don't get me started on that. Yeah, that's Kakagurui shit, and I'm not going right. to recommend that to anybody. It had um, a hook to it. It had a hook to it, yes. And it was very stylish. And then I saw the intro. Oh my god, that intro. Yeah, the intro. The great thing about the intro is that it's like the poppiest, most sugar-coated, addictive shit you'll ever hear in an anime <laughs> intro. And then the rest of the show is like... Everybody sucks. <laughs> You remember that intro you just saw? Yeah. This show is nothing this like is, that. This is nihilism concentrated into a dark 50-ton ball that you will never be able to get out of your gut for as long as you live. You know, I think that's what hooked me. 
Yeah. Because I saw that intro, I was like, okay, I, if the show is like this intro, I'm gonna love it. Nope, shows nothing like the intro, and yeah. it still got me to watch it. But it was it was legit, right? Like as soon as as soon as the credits on the last show roll, you're like, no, it cannot end here. What are you fucking doing? Yeah, yeah. yeah that first episode came to an end, like, did, but. There's so many other people that we don't, we don't know what their histories are. What are you doing? This isn't an ending. This is this is just like half a hand job. You can't do that. What are you doing? Starting a series with a start. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I knew that that was a show to get people back into anime because it was like, all right, it's not disgusting. I mean, nothing that there's not that there's anything wrong with disgusting. You're talking it's not about, stereotypical stuff. Yeah, you're talking to a guy who like lionizes John Waters. I have like no moral ground to stand on, but. <laughs> But it's like it's classy. It has a great intro. Uh, all the characters are really layered, especially the guy um, uh, Decim. I think his name was. I can't remember because the names are weird because it's anime. Yeah. Um, and then eventually, what you find out about his assistant towards the end. Oh my god, my soul snapped in fucking half. <laughs> it was good. It was like properly like if people took anime more seriously, it would be up in the top ten of anime. Good. Jay, show you. <laughs> you haven't talked in a while. <laughs> The, the anime discussion I can fall silent on. So this year, I haven't really watched anything new. I've just kind of been a continuation of stuff I've been watching. And it's it's really nice to see a revitalization of uh, one of my favorite shows, Legends of Tomorrow. Which, mm-hmm. with season three, just decided, fuck it, we're not going to take ourselves seriously anymore. And that is carried into season four, and it has been fantastic. You're saying this about a show that more or less opens up with a saloon bar brawl set to the Captain and Tennille, correct? Yep. Of that show. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Okay, it, just making it, sure. It is, it is the most comic book show on television right now, and it revels in it. Like, it's just like, yes, yes, we are. Yeah, We are, yeah, we yeah. are going to do whatever we want to do. So, like, the, the, the season this year is um, is all around magical creatures and magical beings that have uh, escaped from hell, um, okay. which is why Constantine is now on the show. Um, which is marvelous because Matt Ryan was born to play the character and should play him yeah. for as long as he wants to. Is is there nothing better than an actor that's absolutely in love with one of the characters that they play? It, oh, that's the best yep. thing. So him being on the show is wonderful. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it has just taken this this absolute just turn for the, yeah, whatever. We're going to do whatever the fuck we want. Don't care. <laughs> absolutely don't care. And it started to infect the other Arrowverse shows a little bit. So you get to see a little bit of that in Arrow. You see a little bit of it in Flash, a little bit in Supergirl. But, but like, Legends of Tomorrow is the apple pie and vanilla ice cream of, of television right now. It just feels good to watch. It's, it is so satisfying. Yeah, it's been pretty, it's been consistently good. And uh, Amazon Prime has Eureka on it. And uh, that is my favorite, favorite shitty sci-fi series ever. Um, <laughs> it's goofy, it's stupid, it's wonderful. Uh, and I was so happy to find it on there. We powered through that entire series. Which isn't much. It's five seasons and it's only like thirteen episodes a season. But yeah, uh, we powered through that in like a month and a half, and just it was so nice to go back home to Eureka again. <laughs> yeah, isn't it kind of weird how like the best uh, the best episode of that entire show? All right, this this is my opinion. You might have something to say about it. The best episode of that entire show not only happens in like one of the later seasons, but was only written to be a direct reference to the stylized intro, which wasn't supposed to play into any of the show's narrative with, at the beginning with the floating bank. With the floating bank, 1, yeah, that shit. thousand percent agreed. How the hell did it get... Like, most... A lot of that show is a guilty pleasure. Because the cast is fantastic. And a lot of the script, though... 
upon extended rumination, doesn't make a whole lot of fucking sense any of those episodes do. Yeah. It's still outlandish enough to like draw the viewer in and be like, welcome to our crazy ass world. Nothing is logical. But that one was like, you know, we can do something with this. Maybe just this one time, we'll try to reach for that 10. And they completely fucking did. Yep. And it was like, <laughs> you guys can't run back from that now, can you? It, well, it's the fifth season. Fuck you guys. <laughs> it's it's the only show that I've seen do a completely outlandish and ridiculous Christmas special uh-huh. and set it 1,000% in continuity. Yeah. Like, they got turned into puppets. Nope, that's in it's, continuity. That's it's, absolutely true. They did. They one, did stop motion animation one episode. 100% in continuity. It happened. They referenced it later in the series. Mm-hmm. Yep. But, but it was it was at least within a semi-logical framework, yeah. so they weren't stepping on themselves. Yeah, it was. They it gave it, the viewer that much. It was it wasn't something where it was like, oh, we're just going to do this this wacky ass gag and just have it be a thing. It was like, no, there, there's there's a reason behind it. There's a plot. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it's not like an all pig Latin Drew Carey episode. No, no, but that was still pretty awesome. <laughs> Man, I wish that show was streaming somewhere. Yeah, me too. God. Whoa, it's not. That's, yeah, wow. that's a hell of a revelation. Yeah. Shit. And I wish they still had the soundtrack out on disc because that soundtrack was phenomenal. It's also mighty expensive it, nowadays. It, that's Actually, exactly the problem. Remember how, like back in the day, you would walk in the Peaches and find just like sundry soundtracks lying all over the, all over the place? Yeah. Who remembers Peaches? Well, aside from us, thirty love to you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all right, try walk. Who remembers Camelot? <laughs> We're old. We're gonna die soon. Um, <laughs> Try looking on eBay for any soundtrack that was released between, fuck it, 1982 to 2001. And uh, try to keep your scoop, uh, find a scoop big enough for your eyeballs when they pop out of your sockets. That Drew Carey it's soundtrack in particular is like $75 a disc now. Oh, you're looking at it? No, I've, I've looked it up in the past. Where it's oh. like, oh, I want to ah. get that again. I love that soundtrack. That was great. I didn't love it that much. Like, <laughs> like, particularly since like two or three tracks can be like have can be like found on like a uh, soft rock uh, nowadays. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'd be happy to have Drew Carey singing "Moon Over Parma." That would be wonderful, but I don't need it. Like, yeah, it's, it's true. <laughs> and I can queue up the Dave Clark Five during drive time. Exactly. Fuck that shit. <laughs> yeah. Just thought I'd throw that out first. <laughs> Thank you for that. You're welcome. Um, That's what's going to make this 50th episode the best. But hey, you know what? YouTube playlists. Yep. There you go. Exactly. Did they ever do a Christmas episode on the Drew Carey, by the way? I don't remember. There were a lot of episodes of that show. Sure they did. Seems like they would have. Yeah, but this is us kind of talking out of our back ports. I, I would feel conf- I Although nothing is popping to mind, I'd feel confident saying they did. Yeah. We're just going to have to go they did, off they, I know, I vividly remember them doing winter episodes, so I'd be shocked if they didn't do a Christmas one. Well, it took place in Cleveland. Exactly. They have to acknowledge the fact that it's cold as balls. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing much else to do in Cleveland in the winter than scoop off We're the driveway. We're in Cleveland. Yeah. Let's go watch the Browns. I don't know. Drew Carey's Cleveland was a place of wonder and whimsy. I'd kind of like to live there. Yeah, that that's fantasy land, without a doubt. Pretty much, <laughs> yeah. yes. Speaking of cold as balls... Yep. It's currently 28 yep. degrees outside and probably about 10 degrees warmer than that down here. So All right. is it cocoon is it cocoon time? It's well it, it it's cocoon time and it is time to go upstairs and go to bed for me cuz I've got, I've right. got an early call in the morning so Go upstairs. Uh, gentlemen, congratulations mm-hmm. to all of us on 50 episodes. It was wonderful to talk to you guys again. Thank you and congratulations as the new Cretans Guild World Champion. That's right. That's right, I am. Don't you guys forget it. And uh we'll uh we'll talk about the special episode soon. And get that on paper. Yes. 
That will be out before Christmas. That's awesome. That's a guarantee. That must happen. Yes. Right. Okay. All right. It'll be out before Christmas episode. It'd be weird to put it out out it, years. It'll be out before Christmas. Okay. All right. All right, guys. And we pushed it. It's fucking 50. We're allowed to this day. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right, guys. All right. Night. Good night. Enjoy the snow and get some sleep. Uh, I miss proper winners. God damn it. <laughs> okay. All right. Jay's out. We should probably sign out. Yeah. So, sure enough. Everyone who tuned in to the live feed, uh, Rob, Diego, uh, let's see, Tom, you joined in for a while. Uh, Toby jumped in for a moment. Mm -hmm. Guys, thank you again for helping to make this 50th episode a really good one. Like we did say, we got one more left of this year. It's going to be a special. Let me. Let I'm not going to see any more. Can I? Can I tease it? Tease. All right, because people that will, okay, people that will know the source material will know the following line, and we can say that you may have seen many things under the sun, but you can bet your ass that you've never seen anything like this. It's it's a quote from one of the books. Anyway, okay. Yes. Right. Yeah, that went way over my head. I no idea. So. That's fantastic. That means they have no clue. That's, that's a, it's a distinct possibility. Unless they're really into that particular thing. Franchise. Right. Thing. IP. Guy. Dude. Or girl. Perhaps. Yes. I'm not judging. <laughs> I don't know. There have been like some gender swap. Anyway, okay. there has. We're giving away too much. Okay. okay. All right. All right. It's All not right. Doctor Who. <laughs> Peter Capaldi. There's our one mention. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. <laughs> Welcome to the guild. This podcast is part of the Somebodies Network. You're never alone when you've got some buddies.